0: Hey everybody and welcome to the 5 Bytes Podcast. I'm your host Rory Monahan. This episode features a lot of Microsoft related news this week. Let's get started with a story reported by bleepingcomputer.com. They reported that soon Microsoft will force multi-factor authentication on all Azure AD admin accounts. This will be part of Azure AD's baseline policy. This setting is currently in a public preview phase but if you have ever used Azure's built-in MFA feature, you will already be familiar with it. The setting will apply to all global admins, SharePoint admins, exchange admins, conditional access admins, and security admins. If you're not familiar with the MFA, you have the option to authenticate via a call to your phone, SMS message with the security code, or through the authenticator app. It has been suggested that tenants can opt out of this but it's recommended that they do not. I for one applaud Microsoft for this direction as it makes perfect sense. In the recently released Windows 10 Redstone 5 test build 17704, Microsoft have included some Edge improvements. In keeping with security related news, Microsoft Edge gains a virus and threat protection section which displays all threats needing action and allows users to take action directly from the browser. This Edge version also includes a block suspicious behavior setting. This makes Windows Defender Exploit Guard available to all users once that setting has been enabled. Also with Edge, Microsoft has enabled video autoplay blocking and have introduced an Edge beta icon to help users distinguish whether they are using an officially released or a test build of Edge. It was a pretty good quarter for Microsoft's cloud business with Azure's revenue outperforming Amazon AWS with a revenue of $6 billion versus Amazon's $5.44 billion. IBM came in third at $4.2 billion. In a release, Microsoft also revealed some of their Azure customers who included Saxo Bank, Eagle Investment Systems, UPS, 24 Hour Fitness, Toyota Material Handling, and Bueller AG, and went into some of those customer cases involving a range of different cloud hosted products such as Azure's bot service Dynamics 365 and AI and mixed reality. I'll provide a link for those case studies or for those customer use cases with this episode on 5bytespodcast.com as well as in the YouTube description. Aaron Margosis, sorry if I butchered your name, Aaron, released a new application whitelist tool a free tool to help further secure your environment with enhanced application whitelisting by also addressing programs or scripts which may execute in non-admin user-writable locations. If an admin has not explicitly allowed a program or script to run, this tool will stop execution. If a user is tricked into downloading malware, if an exploitable vulnerability in a program the user is running tries to put malware on the computer, or if a user intentionally tries to download and run unauthorized programs, this tool will block that. The Microsoft SCCM team also had some announcements this week, announcing the the ability to have a single large boundary group for all remote office locations. You can enable this option and clients will only share content within the subnet at the remote office location, instead of risking sharing content between locations. Thanks to local SCCM MVP in Phoenix, Mike Terrell for bringing this to my attention. Another Microsoft MVP, Dr. Benny Trich, posted a great blog on BrianMadden.com, which is probably the most extensive article or info about Microsoft RDMI in quite some time. Dr. Trish highlights the benefits of this new modern infrastructure and there's a great exchange in the comments with Benny suggesting he feels this is not a a Citrix killer or necessarily a bad thing for vendors with RDSH products and instead will offer a better solution than current day RDS for these vendors to build on top of. This is also something Citrix suggested themselves during the keynote at Synergy. It'll be interesting to see the outcome. Splunk have acquired VictorOps. VictorOps have in the past stated their mission is to, quote, make on-call suck less, which I think we can all relate to. By integrating with Splunk, it seems the massive amounts of data gathered via thousands of points in your organization can be leveraged by VictorOps to remedy problems before they become major headaches. This is definitely one to watch. According to NeoWin.net. Google Earth is regaining the ability to measure distance and surface area with a new tool. The tool allows users to measure the distance between two points on the globe or the surface area of a region. This tool is now available on the web which only works in Chrome for now and Android with an update for iOS coming soon. It has been announced by creator Troy Hunt that his tool Have I Been Pooned will be baked into Firefox and 1Password. The integration will be trialed over the coming weeks. If you're not familiar with this tool, you could search your email address to see if it's tied with any site or services which have experienced a data breach. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or one of the audio-only podcast platforms, I encourage you to check out the YouTube version of this episode as I'll show a demo of the product. And because it's been a very security-heavy episode, The final news story is that the browser named Brave, which I mentioned in a previous episode, has just released version 0.23, which introduces private tabs with Tor to defend against network surveillance. Couple this feature with features like their enforced HTTPS browsing, and this browser is becoming a darling of the security conscious techies out there. And now for this episode's hot jobs. On this episode I wanted to highlight an incredible spreadsheet with all of the current available positions within VMware. The spreadsheet features many different types of jobs within VMware and all around the globe. So it should fit the needs for pretty much all techies everywhere so I encourage everyone to check this out. Thanks to vjourneyman on twitter for sharing this and as always the hot job links are provided with each episode on 5bytespodcast.com as well as in the YouTube description. And now for this episode, scripts, tricks, and tips. Excuse me for promoting my own stuff this week, but I posted a blog article which was months in the making. I did an application compatibility bake-off between the three most widely used app layering products on the market today, Citrix App Layering, Liquidware FlexApp, and VMware App Volumes. In the article, I go through test results of 20 different apps with each product and show the results when deployed real-time or at login, boot, or in the case of Citrix app layering as part of the published layered image. Along with this, I worked together with BassFanCam on an app layering edition of the What matrix, which in detail shows a side-by-side feature-by-feature comparison of these three products. It also allows you to create your own custom reports and to prioritize by the features which are most important to you. I put an awful lot of time in this, so I figure I could be forgiven for making this, the scripts, tricks or tip that I wanted to share this week. And if you'd like to sign up to get notified of my content like this, there's a sign up on fivebytespodcast.com in the footer of the site. So go ahead and sign up. I only send the newsletter a handful of times a year. As always, thanks very much for listening.